recorded during the plague year of 2020. This is the Andromeda Minute, a show where Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday we go over one minute of Robert Wise's all-too-timely 1971 feature, The Andromeda Strain, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm the other of your hosts. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. Pete, thanks for coming back for another, well, I, the, whatever the opposite of scintillating uh, minute is. I, this is uh, <laughs> this, uh, watching people sleep and basically wake up and, and have somewhat dreams and, and uh, experiencing the proto-Siri. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is an odd minute, but there's some there's some things we can uh, glean glean from it. Yeah, um, I uh, we we start off with uh, watching Charlie Dutton carefully explaining his uh, attempt at comedy by drawing a cartoon on a uh, on a Berkeley uh, blackboard mm-hmm. and uh, talking about how intelligent life may be a bacterium, and of course this plot point is going to be completely forgotten about for the rest of the. It it, it seems like they were going to be bringing up something about killing a sentient life form. But uh, that's completely forgotten for the rest of the movie. So this is the last, our last few frames of seeing that concern. Hmm. Um, and then uh, we get uh, the the nice little codolith card that says third day, just showing you that it's it's like a documentary. And we obviously this is kind of supposed to be in the past, and uh, we're looking back on how the different events unrolled. Uh, and uh, we get to uh, uh, Doctor Hall uh, getting awakened by. Uh, a, a voice message um and and he he does that joke that everybody who first got a uh, an iphone siri or an alexa did where you <laughs> talk back to it and see what kind of a response you can get and yeah. isn't it isn't it funny except that if you don't have an audience it's really, really <laughs> not fun i uh somebody just did that i forgot to I, on twitter i forgot who it was but they basically they got excited for a second because they I think that what is, I forgot the genesis of it, but basically they said like, "Is a bird a bird?" or "What is a bird?" and they they said a bird is a bird or something like that. They just went through a whole bunch of animals asking, "Ah, like is a dog a dog?" and and then their Alexa said like, "Yes, a dog is a dog." <laughs> and they, oh, that's what it was. It, of course, it started with, oh. "Is a horse a horse?" because they were trying to get they were hoping that there was a Mr. Ed joke in there. Yeah, like oh, Alexa is a horse a horse, and they're hoping it would say, "Of course, of course," but Alexa just said, "Yes." A horse is a horse. And it was like, well, <laughs> wait a minute. Is that just, is it going to tell me that for everything? And so it did. It, uh, they, they asked a bunch of other animals, and it turns out it just confirms that, yes, X equals X. Wow. Okay, I'm, now I'm going to have to try that with uh, multiple. I wonder if Google does that. I mm. Okay, got to experiment with all the all the AI that's out there now. There you go. If somebody's out shopping for AI, the one that answers, the one that has the proper uh, Mr. Ed reference in its wheelhouse, in its, in its uh, uh, deck of cards there, that's, that's the one that you go with. That, yeah, that's 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 obviously the most advanced. I, I have seen uh, I have seen YouTube's where they have Alexa talking to Siri, and they both set each other off on different uh, different conversations. Mostly, it boils down to I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I can't yeah. understand you. Um, which I guess is the the computer equivalent of feedback. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting that they're coming across this in 1971. There's there's so much I'm always it's always fascinating to see how the past interprets the future and what they expected was that uh, there would be pre-recorded voices with no smarts to it and they would, they would only have a certain number of uh, responses or that they wouldn't be able to to tag up what what you meant when you said one thing when you when you're trying to get more information about something else right um, and 
Yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit disappointed, I must say, when, uh, you know, if I if I ask something of, of my Alexa that it doesn't uh, understand, that it doesn't cer- break into kind of, you know, monotone computer voice and say, like, does not compute. Like, I, <laughs> I would <laughs> much prefer that to be like, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, like, yeah, and it should have, like, little smoke cartridges in it so that it can, you know, release that with the sparks. I mean, Lost in Space and Star Trek kind of convinces that's how the future would be. You know, yeah. nothing, nothing is a circuit breaker. Um, I Yeah, I... I'm always disappointed that uh, when you you ask it about a certain person from history or a, a specific date, sometimes it'll tell you and give you a rather rather involved answer. But then the other ones, there's here's what I found, and then it'll just show you a, yeah. a screen load of stuff. And I don't, I don't want to see that. I just want to have that tell for me you. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's like thanks. I just didn't want to use my thumbs today. <laughs> um, one of the things I noticed on in this massive computerized. Uh, yet Spartan Ikea-like room that he has is although he's got a computer console on the wall, uh, all he has is like 12 buttons on his desk and a <laughs> a big sheet of paper with a pen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, the, uh, the, the technology of, you know, you've got all kinds of blinking light computer stuff, but then it's just like a regular clipboard with a sheet of paper on it and a pen. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I do want to keep an eye on that. Uh, now I haven't I haven't looked at the very next minute to confirm this, but I just if he's been taking careful notes through the night, you know, it's four o'clock in the morning right now, mm-hmm. and uh, if he's been, I would think that he want to take those careful notes with him or have somebody, you know, feed it into a computer or something. Um, but I just just want to watch what happens with that notepad over the over the ensuing minute. It's just it's it's a concern that I had that I didn't notice until we just started talking about this. So uh, now I, I didn't uh, in my initial research maybe I just missed it. Um, I didn't wasn't able to see who the um, the voice of the the Siri was. Do you do you know? Uh, I don't have that name. I do know that the other person. Uh, well, we're not going to get them. We're not going to get them in this minute. But the the other person who's yeah. the supervisor is a uh, is an animate is a regular animation voiceover person. We'll we'll talk about him yeah, uh, on be... Friday. But uh, yeah, she does. Uh, Miss Gladys Stevens is the character name, but uh, <laughs> there is no there is no reference on IMDb, and I haven't been able to find it in the uh, uh, in you know in the archives uh, as to who played uh, Gladys uh, Stevens. Um, she does have a rather sultry voice. And uh, it sounds vaguely familiar too. I'm, 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 that's why I'm wondering, like, oh, what, maybe, um, I don't know, you know, one of those people who did a lot of, uh, of, of voice work, you know, that just popped in for a minute and, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, I was wondering if it might have been, uh, I mean, a, a frequent a frequent flyer on these things is the uh, the voice of the LAX, um, you know, there's no parking in the white zone from airplane. Th- right, that, yeah. Those were, those are the actual people. And I know that they did other voice work. Uh, mostly uncredited. So, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. The voiceover business in the '70s just didn't get a lot of, um, uh, you know, screen credit, and it's it's sad. I mean, nowadays everybody's, you know, like the the plumber that worked in, you know, that worked on fixing the sink next to the craft service table gets a gets a, a screen credit. Right. But uh, back in the day, it was just somebody that worked for Universal or somebody got hired by the day for Universal, and you know, here read this. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of sad, and yeah, it does sound highly familiar um and unfortunately it, this being 50 years in the past it's really hard to track down the ephemera um i've checked with the um is it the heritage 
Library in Beverly Hills, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, has a rather extensive collection of production uh, information. But uh, they're very piecemeal about this uh, about this particular production. I don't know if Universal decided on clearing things out or if simply one of the many fires that happened at Universal Studios just wiped out all their paperwork. Um, mm. But this this particular movie has almost nothing on it in the archives. Um, so it's a, a bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, I do. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the, uh, yeah, I was talking earlier about the aesthetic of, it's not an, it's not quite an Ikea aesthetic. It's pre Ikea. The, uh, those, uh, the chair he's sitting in has kind of a, an eaten, eaten table look to it. I, I don't, uh, I can't really identify what the architecture is here. I mean, it's obviously futuristic and very simple and it could be just something as simple as a piece of, uh, formica glued on a, yeah, glued on some plywood, but um, right. it's, yeah, uh, it's that kind of, you know, futuristic at the time, which probably just meant European. Yeah, yeah, time. just some, yeah. some kind of Danish furniture company. They, right. they picked up, you know, give me something bone white and, and let's go with that. Um, the uh, There's a one minor note in the, that you, you might skip. I mean, it's it's there just because it was in the book, but it, it, it isn't noticed in anywhere in the, you know, as you're watching the movie. Uh, what the doctor is looking at on the on the screen in the corner is clotting agents of uh, blood, and he was looking up what different uh, the clotted blood that they found in some of the bodies, and they're trying to figure out where where what what happened to the blood platelets that made them clot, and it, what it's talking about is an overproduction of fibrin. There's almost a pathological uh, growth of fibrin. Fibrin is basically the the stuff that scabs are made of. Right. So uh, what that's trying, what it's trying to promote is that the platelets are locked in place because so much fibrin has invaded the entire vascular system. That's it's more than it's more than just clotted blood. It's it's actually uh, like your entire body has turned into one big scab. So uh, really, popcorn <laughs> popcorn seller there, but that's what uh, that's what's going on in the background. Right. Um, hey, you're a scab. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's been turned into a scab, so uh, just get some bactine and stop everything. <laughs> um, so it, yeah, it's uh, I, I I keep wondering what you know if if Robert Wise was just getting a lot of information from Michael Crichton and Robert Wise was saying, well, that sounds like a good idea. Let's put that in the movie. Um, but this movie, if, for all the stuff that's in it, like that that little that little scene there, and there's there's so many little things that just keep getting doled out on two or three frames uh, that still have information. It's almost like Wise knew that someday in the future they were going to invent some kind of a device where you can have a pause feature <laughs> and watch a movie like you're watching it on a movieola that you can you know, freeze frame and, and read everything on it. And right. uh, I just find it, it, it it's, it's peculiar that, you know, he, but of course Robert Wise was an editor and leaving these little tidbits, these little Easter eggs, on the screen may have been something that he did all of his life and he just, he liked it because that's in his history as being an editor. Um, you know, he, he just kept doing it. Right. Um, I mean, he probably and, knew just, you know, well, editors are going to be sitting here staring at this. So if it's something, you know, r meaningless or, or wrong or, or, uh, you know, nonsensical, like they're going to notice. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think, I, I mean, and, and you've seen that, you know, in your, in your own oeuvre, watching, uh, watching Marsha Lucas's, uh, 
work in, in the original Star Wars and stuff. There's a lot of Easter eggs buried in there right. that seem to have, you know, and of course, the 1977 Star Wars was made before the age of VCRs. So any of those things would just be from, from editors to other editors. Right. Um, I just, I, I wonder, it makes me want to watch every mid-70s film to see how much... Uh, stuff is crammed into uh, backgrounds of movies. You know, a lot of, a lot of times if you freeze frame things and you'll see like a, a newspaper headline, it'll have a headline, but then everything else on everything else in the, in the newspaper is boilerplate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I even, um, what was the one that we just, uh, well on our, on our weekend shows for, for Star Wars minute, we've been going through the James Bond movies and the, uh, uh, you only live twice in the beginning, the headline of, of, you know, uh, you know, oh, yeah, getting getting dies at uh, yeah, yeah, like British, yeah. you know, British uh, Navy uh, officer, you know, laid to rest or something like that. Is it, so clearly, you could see the the where it was cut to paste over yeah the actual newspaper at the time, and so it's like, uh, you know, so they, no no deference paid to to uh, verisimilitude. It's just kind of totally just like yeah, well, you can you see that it's a headline and it's a newspaper. You get the idea. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think uh, we just completed uh, North by Northwest, and there's a there's a thing talking about how Roger Thornhill was. Uh, you know, uh, he he eluded police in New York, and it's in a Chicago paper, and like that gets a big top headline. Then underneath it is something like uh, Soviet Union invades Hungary. It's 1950. It's a 1956 news headline, but it's 1959. But it's just. I guess they had that open, so you know. Let's put uh, Roger Thornhill murderer. Is a lot bigger story than the invasion of Hungary by the Soviet Union. So yeah, it, it's it's always it's always fascinating wondering if they ever guessed that people would be looking at these things single frame. But you know, even if they didn't, it's nice it's nice to know it's there, even if it was just an inside joke with themselves. Um, gosh, yeah. So uh, I I know we're supposed to like Doctor Hall here, James Olson, but I yeah. He just, He's a little, um, well, I don't want to say alien because that, you know, takes yeah. on a different meaning of this. But he's like not the, yeah, I mean, maybe um, maybe it's supposed to be in contrast to the kind of, you know, the, the kind of uh, more stone-faced. Uh, um, yeah, Dr. You know, Stone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah um, and uh, yeah, he's being more playful and things like that. But it just, he comes across as... As nerdy and not in the nice sense of the word nerdy. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's just kind of, uh, I, I guess he's entertaining himself by being uh, cheeky with uh, an inanimate object. Um, and I guess that's about as funny as you can be at four o'clock in the morning. So it's, uh, I just, I don't, I, I get the feeling he was supposed to be a likable character and I, I have yet to like him in this movie. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I, it's, uh, I don't know what it is. He's got that, that weird, uh, Maybe it's the Lieutenant Barclay haircut that he's wearing. I, I, it, <laughs> I like Barclay. Oh yeah, I do. I like Barclay, but and it's like yeah, not not him so much. Not, I, not I w- maybe I keep thinking Dwight Schultz would have made him more likable. Mm. I I can picture him in this role, but it's just I don't know. It's very very annoying. I I want to I want to like him, but it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, ah wow. Well, uh, we will leave uh, Doctor Doctor Hall um, tapping his knuckle on the. Uh, metal mouth of uh of <laughs> gladys stevens um it's uh yeah just kind of sad things but uh there's other things going on in the world um how are, how's the pla- how's how's the plague treating you are are you getting out at all or what's ha- 
how has your life been? Uh, yeah, constricted. Well, we um, we managed to get you know my wife's family has a cabin up uh, on a lake in the mountains, and so it's you know as far away from civilization as we can probably get. Um, you know, it, it, there's no you can't drive to it. You have to drive to a you know a, a parking lot and then take a boat to it. Wow. And, uh, and you know the same so same thing. So you know. The neighbors would either have to hike over or take a boat over because they're they're far enough away um, through mountain and lake, and so we uh, we this is our first year that we're it's in California and we we just moved here last year, and so this is our first summer where we got to kind of just drive up there and spend the whole time up there, and so we uh, it worked out that it's like oh okay also yes let's get away from the bustling uh, metropolis that we live in <laughs> and uh, just kind of you know, relax and we can, you know, we don't have to worry about going outside because it's, there's enough outside for everybody there and we're, we're far enough away. Wow. And this is, this was off the grid then. No, no Wi-Fi or things like yeah, that. Yeah, no Wi-Fi. No, the, just a couple of years ago, they put in some solar panels to get a small, there's a, there's a little bit of electricity, um, but there's no, you know, no, uh, no, no, no phone, no lights, no motor cars as it goes. Very nice. Wow. So the, um, did you feel more relaxed? I mean, how, oh, did yeah. that did that work? Yeah, I was just thinking. Absolutely. Like, a lot of a lot of times when you're listening to all, it 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 doesn't pay to listen to the news. I mean, you know what to do. But just um, getting yourself into a into a tizzy about about things doesn't doesn't help your mental state. So I guess that was a nice way to decompress. Yeah, yeah. Just not not you know knowing that it uh, we couldn't keep up with it. And it was just, you know, you know what, you, it, it still, things still happened and we didn't hear about it right away and it was okay. When we got back, it, it had still happened. So yeah, it was back, back there waiting for you. So yeah. yeah. So it was a, it was a nice, nice couple of weeks away to kind of decompress and just live, live life for a bit. And, uh, um, huh. yeah, I, I felt a little bit, you know, um, you know, because we're, you know, I don't, I wouldn't recommend everybody going out on vacation, but it's not like we were renting a place. It's a place that we you know, we're not, yeah. we're not, we weren't flying anywhere. We weren't renting uh, from people. It, it wasn't a shared space. It's like, a, you know, it's a family cabin that we drove to. So we were, you know, went from our bubble into our little car bubbles and then drove up to the, the, to the, the mountain. Bu- yeah, the, the mountain. lake bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, wow. Well, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> you made me want to be far away from all this. But there's <laughs> too many too many things going on for me to, to pause for a moment. But uh uh, well, anyway, Pete, let's uh, let's finish up the week on on Friday as sure. uh, as we as we get even even more into this most tedious of couple of. I'm sorry there, there's I'm sorry there's nothing exciting happening, but there are there are things to talk about, and we, well, we no, can, it's, it's, we it, can it doesn't have to be uh, like I said it's uh, because it's pre Star Wars it doesn't have to be super like you know super entertaining you know excitement all the time it can just be yeah. interesting yeah no no killer robots or anything it's just mm. it's, it's, <laughs> well we're, we're going to get into more procedural stuff uh as we as we finish up the week for folks who would like to talk some more about this particular minute if you can find anything else we've missed it's always interesting to hear about that uh go to facebook and find yourself on the page called project wildfire uh you can also find me on or find find this uh this podcast on Twitter at Andromeda Minute, just like it says on the name. AndromedaMinute.com is the website. And of course, if you already know where you can find it because you're listening to this podcast, but if you haven't subscribed already on iTunes, Google Play, or uh, Spotify, or wherever you're picking these things up, go back, 
uh, check the box that said subscribe and you'll get this hot and fresh Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays as we continue on with the Andromeda Minute. Uh, we will be back on Friday. Uh, in the meantime, please stay six feet apart, wash your hands, and uh, what's the other one? Wear a mask. Mask is, is a good thing, so just you know, stop blowing your germs on anybody else. Hopefully we can get over this a lot faster than things have been going. So anyway, we'll see you here as we end the week on Friday on the Andromeda Minute. Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here.